Hey cuties, it's Courtney and it's Juliet and you're listening to Kinda Cute and Kinda Chaotic. I'm going to be going uphill for a second, so I'm going to let you talk so then I can breathe. Okay, cuties. While Julia is walking up a hill and catching her breath, we're going to be talking about the good, the bad, the roommates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and cuties, just a quick disclaimer, all of our opinions and experiences, we will be using code names today. Um, just to avoid any conflict of interest and all that fun stuff. The other thing too is that if you hear any chaotic noises, I am in Central Park right now. So yeah, it's an adventure. I do hear um, birds, which that's very, that's very cute. That's kind of cute of you. They're part of the cutie gang. They're part of the cutie gang. We love the birds. (laughs) All right, Courtney. So here's the thing is that I feel like at this point in our twenties, you know, we've all had roommates. We've had some stellar roommates, some pretty terrible roommates. We're qualified to give some advice to the cuties. Don't you agree? Oh, yes, I do. Or maybe we're not qualified. I don't know, but we, we will find out. We'll find we'll find out. They can let us know if they feel like we're qualified after we tell them all of our stories. So personally, this is how I met a lot of my roommates was in like Facebook groups in your local area, um, as well as the Disney community. So how I met... Two of my best friends in the whole wide world was on a Facebook group at the DCP. And then we ended up moving in together and becoming the best of friends. So how about you? How have you met your other roommates? Yeah, I feel like the way we've met roommates is so different. I bet everyone else in this world is like, that is so weird. But yeah, pretty much all the roommates I've met have been through a Facebook page like called like Roommate Finder only for like, Disney cast members so exclusive only you can be a part of the group and so yeah that's where I found a lot of my roommates um because once you do the Disney college program you're gonna be either living on like a campus with other cast members that are there only for the internship and so you for my first, so a few times I just got placed with randos. Um, but also after, once I went part-time with Disney, I just went on this exclusive Disney roommate finder page. Very fancy of us. Very fancy. One thing that I always say is that in these roommate groups, it's important to be transparent with yourself and your expectations of a roommate. So I think a huge topic is cleanliness. Um, No, cleanliness. Oh, man. (laughs) Yep, we want cleanliness. Also, kitties, by the way, this morning, my boyfriend and I stopped for a little um, happy hour for some margs and some tacos this morning. So Juju is feeling great right now. (laughs) Juju is feeling extra Juju-y. Extra juju <laughs> I don't know. So I think a huge topic is how clean you are as a roommate. So I would say that I am someone where it's like, I obviously don't like a dirty kitchen. I don't like um, moldy foods or anything like that. But at the same time too, I'm also not the OCD clean roommate where it's like, if you leave a plate in the sink overnight, the apartment's going to burn down, you know? Um, what were some expectations that you had, Courtney? Oh man, I, I'm going to jump right into what you were just saying. I am not like a clean 
freak where I need you to clean your dish after the moment you like eat. But if you leave the dishes in the sink for three weeks, we got a problem. Like we got a problem. Really? Um, No, cleanliness was just like in the common areas. It's just so important for me. Like, it's just so nice of you. And I know I'm not that clean either. Like I'll leave my Mm -hmm. dishes in there for a day or two, but if we can just not make it three weeks or two weeks, that would be so great. And also just not like, I don't know. And just being extremely curt courteous and not being too loud like if you're in your room going "Ah!" gaming that might not be the best situation for everyone in the household but that's just me right I think that like again going back to what I was saying I've always been the middle person in terms of cleanness so I had a roommate where she wanted the common area like to be so clean that it didn't look like anybody lived there and I'm like listen in a perfect world, yes. In a world where we work at Disney World and we all work 10-hour shifts in the sun where it's blazing hot, um, and we come home and we're exhausted, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> like it's, it's not happening. And so I, I'm the middle person. And so that's just like an example for me. But that's something I always say is that like, you know, these are my expectations of clean you know, no mold, anything like that. The longest that something should be in the sink is like overnight, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so I think it's important to be honest about those expectations because when I hear the word clean, I think like, you know, like, yeah, clean, like, you know, no dishes in the sink, things like that. But my mind doesn't go as far as other people's minds go. So I always say it's important to be descriptive of what you are expecting and things that you're willing to compromise on and things you're not willing to compromise on too. And there's a lot of people who are not willing to compromise on that expectation of how clean they want their common area to be. There's other things to be transparent about and when you are talking to roommates, like first of all, if you have a significant other and how often you plan on having your significant other over and what their limits are, what their comfortability is with that too, because from what I've witnessed from my experience and my friends' experiences, those are huge problems that can arise. I think like another thing that it's important to talk about before moving in with somebody is how you handle confrontation. What is the best method for you? Are you somebody that a, a simple text message of, hey, can you do your dishes? Or are you more face-to-face? Because there are people that do get offended with a little text message throughout their day saying like, hey, do your dishes you know, all that type of stuff. But um, in the past, Courtney, so this kind of leads leads into our first topic, which is how do you know that you're compatible to live with somebody? So Courtney, I don't know about you, but I've been right, I've been wrong, and I've been in the middle. So my first go around with the DCP, I knew that these two girls, Maddie and Alyssa, and I were just going to be inseparable BFFs. I just followed my gut with that one. And on my second DCP, I thought I followed my gut too, but I ended up really not enjoying that roommate. Um, and so for you, like, how did you know that you were compatible or not compatible to live with somebody? Girl, I still am just so lost on compatibility with roommates because you think it's always, you think it's going to be rainbows and sunshines and butterflies and then it's just not. And you're like, oh my gosh, am I just like, either I'm just really hard to live with, 
or I am just having the worst luck with getting good roommates because they, on the outside, we're all looking great. And then like the moment you start living with them, you're like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? But don't get me wrong. I have had a few roommates that have turned out to be great friends in the end. Okay. Actually, hold on. Let me think just one, just one roommate. And keep in mind, I have lived in houses with over six people in a house. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also where the problem really was that all of the people together weren't meshing well. Um, but then again, it's just like, I feel like I have been a great roomie. I have always just cleaned up after myself and haven't been around too often. And um, so I just don't know where the, I don't know the signs of good compatibility because I've just had a really, really hard time with it. So I remember on my first college program, I met Maddie and Alyssa and we had a lot of the same like core values of like things that we stand for, things that were important to us, things that we love. And it was so funny because we all have very different styles. Like if you saw us three standing next to each other, you'd be like, huh, interesting friend group. Um, but, you know, we, we just loved each other's company. And I think that um, we all kind of had our hearts in the same place. So I think that's the reason why our compatibility automatically matched up. But yeah. living, but you know, the thing is, is that being such a tight knit group of friends for six months talking virtually, you know, okay, so how did this work out when we moved in together? And the answer is perfectly. Actually, when we moved in together, we got even closer because our lifestyles were so much more compatible than we realized. Um, now, obviously we had differences, like Maddie's a morning person and I am a night person. But at the end of the day, I think that when you have respect as the number one thing, it doesn't interfere with that. And um, with Maddie, it's like if she got up early, she was very respectful and made made a point to make sure she didn't wake me up. And when I came in late, I made a point of not waking up Maddie. Does that make sense? I am just so happy for you that you found this because when I would come home, let's just give an, a lovely little cute little example. Kind of cute, cute little example. Kind of cute, kind of chaotic. I would get home okay. after working till three in the morning during my Disney college program. And at this time I had to share my room with someone else. And my favorite time of the day would be to go home, take a shower, get in bed. Well, I would get home, you know, I'm ready, ready to go in there. She's probably asleep, right? Oh no, there's two men sitting on my bed. There's a person sitting on the floor in the middle and then two people sitting on her bed and they're watching a movie. I come in. Oh, nice. I have company. And they go, she goes, Hey, you're welcome to watch this movie with us. But if not, we'll be done in like 30 minutes. And it's three in the morning. What do you think? I, what do you think I want to do? Do you think I want to get and sit in the middle of these two boys and watch a movie? <laughs> Who are yeah. these men? Who are these men? Who are they? I don't know. Yeah. And the other thing too is like, being a germaphobe having people I don't know on my bed and it's also like I don't know my thing was always like you know you have so many places to hang out with somebody and so 
where I sleep doesn't need to be a place where you can hang out with somebody. That's just like how I've always been. I've always had that as a limit. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that was like so so cute and funny, cute and chaotic of them to just decide that that's where they're going to hang out. Right. And so like polite. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, I definitely feel that. So on my second TP, I I had a roommate who just wasn't really mindful of me sleeping. Like she wouldn't go out of her way to like, like she literally would just act as if I'm not in there asleep. And I'm like, nice. What the hell? And it's like, you know, we're sharing rooms and it's like, you know, I get it. You know, we all have different schedules, but it's like, you'd turn the lights on and just what? like be slamming. Yeah, like slamming things. And I'm just like, what the hell like who who raised you <laughs> like yeah it, it literally does not matter what background you're from what religion you're from like it's a well-known human thing that if someone is sleeping you go out of your way <laughs> to not wake them up and it's like long story short is um the rest of the apartment sided with her I don't know why she really wasn't like a good person like not even like good personality or anything like that um and I was just like whatever so I started sleeping at other people's houses because I was like I'm just so done with it and I only had like a month left of dealing with her um so yeah I I do kind of like recall having a similar situation like that um but I also think too that's why I'm so thankful of like the situation that I had with Maddie and Alyssa where you know I think Maddie and I even though we had that little difference there was always that mutual respect and it was kind of like an unspoken respect too that it's like we never had to remind each other what our limits were because we naturally just had that respect in place, you know? So, yeah. No, yeah. that's, that's like I said, that's really nice for you. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I am like so happy for you. It's like, it hurts me. Like I could cry happy tears for you because. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be a nice feeling? Like I must admit the only good roommate I had was um, my ex-boyfriend and then he broke up with me. So clearly it wasn't going as well as I thought. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, but, I here this we chaotic, are. This chaotic side of Courtney, I absolutely love. She's so shady. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but outside of DCP housing, I've lived in two apartments. Um, the first apartment was a no-go, which we are going to touch on. Juju did have a bad experience too, like Courtney you had did. A bad so experience? We're gonna... I can. I literally have probably like seven experiences. It's it's bad. okay, but I feel like this makes up for like seven experiences um but before we get into the bad there's one more really good experience I do want to touch on she has another good experience Juju's all about having a good time okay you know like here's the thing is that when I do get into the bad one I know my tone is gonna flip and I'm trying really hard not to become ranty for the cuties you know what I mean yes (laughs) keep it keep it fun and fresh you know in last two years I lived with my really good friend Sajana and me and her met in the DCP because she was actually roommates with me, Maddie, and Alyssa. And it was a group of six of us. And me and her, we had like our own separate relationship out of Maddie and Alyssa. It was the most adult environment that I lived in because we all just respected each other's space. We were all pretty quiet. Um, we didn't really like have people over that much. And we'd always alert their other roommates whenever somebody else was coming over too just as they're like hey quick heads up throw a bra on um so and so's coming you know so yeah. it was a nice 
yeah, it was a really nice environment. And we would all do like little hangouts and all that stuff. And we were all genuinely friends and still are friends. So I'm definitely really thankful I got to have that experience too. Um, But with that being said, Courtney, we all know what the cuties are here for today. Should we, should we jump into the drama? Oh, baby, I am already jumped in. I am relaxing in the, the jump of knowing in that pool of drama with my little okay. wine glass. Hell yeah, I got my water bottle. You know, like one experience, one, one roommate apartment experience to talk oh about my today. Gosh. Okay. I already have mine picked out just because this episode cannot be seven hours long. You're right. Um, you're so right. I have mine picked out. I'm ready to go. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can do this. I can do this. I volunteer as tribute. All right. Now, with that being said, before we jump into this drama, everything that we're going to be saying, we want it to be a lesson to you guys. We want you guys to learn from our chaotic experiences, and we want you guys to not make the same mistakes as us. All right? All right. All right, Courtney, let's go ahead. Okay, well, here's my problem with what you just said, is that I did nothing wrong. (laughs) Absolutely. So I didn't either. Yeah, we didn't do anything wrong. So I hope you just learn to stay away from these like personality types, because that's, I guess, where this is leading. So yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, guys, you don't understand how good of a roommate I was. Okay. At this, for this current, for this specific experience, I lived in a house with like five other people and guess what? I was never there. Like I was always with my boyfriend and I was never home. So you would think like, oh, that's nice. One less person in the house, one less car in the driveway, you know, like that's, that's a nice I would enjoy that. I like when there's less people in the house. Well, there's more reasons to why I became less and less there. So I was one of the first people in the house to have other people move in after the first set of people left, which they weren't bad. It wasn't a bad experience, but now I was refilling the house because I didn't want to move. Hopefully we're on, you're on the same page with me. You understand where I'm coming from. So this one girl moves in and we're going to name her Mailer. Mailer? Okay. (laughs) Yep. She's Mailer. Mean Mm -hmm. Mailer. Anyways. um, So Mailer moves in and that's when I noticed everything started to change. She started calling herself the alpha of the house and she oh, was no. she was acting as if this was her house and she convinced all of us to deduct money from her rent and looking back i'm like that made absolutely no sense because she had the whole downstairs to herself with the master bedroom the the living room and the kitchen and then everyone else lived upstairs so also, she should have been paying more because she it was practically as if it was her house and then we were just like living, filling in the upper space. Long story short, all of a sudden, Mailer was the alpha. She was the alpha. 
you the go alpha. through the term. And she was also the type where she would be sitting on the couch and you come into the living room for one second and she goes, snaps at you. Hey, hey, hey. And you're like, hi. And she goes, will you grab the ice cream from the fr- freezer for me and get me a spoon and bring it to me? And I don't know what was over all of us, but we were all doing it for her. Like, no, we should not be doing that for Mailer. I gave her the weirdest name, but it's because um, Mailer rhymes with her name. You just put a T there instead. Anyways. That just defeated the purpose of the code name. (laughs) I actually don't care about this one. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Hate her. We're going to, we are getting a different Courtney today and I am here (laughs) for it. Oh my gosh, I thought I was going to be a bitch this episode. Okay, I'm here for it. So anyways, Mailer. <laughs> Mailer with a T. Power <laughs> Taylor, bitch. <laughs> um, so literally nothing was wrong with like, the thing about Ma- Taylor was that we were, everything was fine. Every time I came, she was like, hey, hey. And now listen, I lived here for probably two years and near the nothing really was too wrong about living there for the past two years um she started living there after a year of me living there and things were okay I always noticed that we were very different our personalities were very different if we met each other outside of this house I would not be her friend I wouldn't even associate with her but every single day I would be home and all the other roommates noticed this as well. She would mock me. Like I would say, Hey, how are you doing? And she'd go, Hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm just making hello fresh. I'm just making hello fresh. And I'm like, what's what, why are we, why are we doing this? And one day I confronted mm-hmm. her on it and she said, Oh, it's just like, it's just a tick of mine. Like I just like to copy, but then I was like, then why don't you copy anyone else? Cause no one else was being mocked by her. Um, so long story short event, things started getting more rough when I was moving out because I told them I wanted to live with my boyfriend. And that's when it was just like verbal like bullying for so long. Cause I would show up, I would be packing. I was paying an extra month for them to just store my furniture there. And every time I would show up, she would show up and be like, Oh, I thought you were one of the good roommates. Or one day she's like, I'm so excited, Courtney. And I go, why? And she goes, well, finally, this house is going to be filled with people I actually like. And I'm like, what have I ever done to you to make you, first of all, you have balls for like, kudos to you for literally straight to my like face. She really had it out. She was such a bully. And like, it was so weird because like days at a time I would hang out with her in the living room. She would ask me to watch a show with her and I would, but it almost felt like because I was moving out with my boyfriend, she was almost like upset about it, like jealous almost. And cause every time I would ever show up to co- go to my room, mm-hmm. she, they would go, look, who's finally here. And I'm like, guys, we don't have to, I don't know why we're making it such a big deal that I'm not here all the time. You guys don't make me happy. You're not the reason I live here, you know? So 
it just got really weird really fast and right so seriously kudos to her for just being so mean to me to my face um but then it got worse because then there were other roommates that started ganging up with her and she literally called her them her minions like how did she how did and they were fine with it how did they how did she get control of all of the roommates to be mean to me anytime they saw me it was so funny because when I truly realized that the whole house was ganged up on me was when a new person was replacing me and she had just started moving in when I was moving out and we pull into the driveway and, and keep in mind, I have, I was always so nice to this whole group. I really liked a lot of them. I just didn't like mailer with a T. And so when the new roommate pulled up, me and my ex-boyfriend were there getting my stuff and we had just pulled in and there was literally three other spots that this other girl could have parked and she pulls up and starts screaming out her window she's like can you move your car i need to park and we're like oh yeah that's totally fine and we pull into the next parking spot that's right next to where she's gonna park and we get out and she elbows my ex-boyfriend like to walk in and I'm like I don't we don't we don't even know you and that is when yeah this is when my anxiety just skyrocketed and I was like so what are they saying to the newbies if you're going to literally elbow my ex-boyfriend. And then she tried to slam the door on us, like thinking we didn't have a key. And she tried to slam the door on Gabe's face. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, and then literally the next roommate that was one of the minions to Taylor was standing at the door watching us move everything. It was just, I just, I can't explain it. Like I did not realize we were in, preschool where these little kids have to be so mean and pick on you and throw a dodgeball at your head while you're just trying to live your life and move on like it was just the weirdest most worst experience like I will never speak to those people again like they really hurt my feelings um yeah fuck them but I was literally so so like upset about it all that I didn't even finish getting all my stuff because nothing else could fit in my car and I was like screw it I'm just leaving whatever's left here because they were already like if you show up again like we're gonna like call the cops or something and I'm like I'm on the lease are you guys stupid like what but then I was so uncomfortable that I was like I'm just gonna leave all this shit for you guys to have to move out because and that was my first time I ever felt like oh my god I'm like so I'm so bad like I am so bad and they really suck it. It to them. yeah yeah but no that- absolutely and it's like I think a lot of us we didn't learn how to like stand our ground until we were in roommate situations mm-hmm. and so mm. It was just such a bad experience for me. Like I just had never been like treated like that before. So to be treated like that and to like hardly ever be home, it really hurt my feelings because I thought we were all friends. So Mm -hmm. whatever you live and you learn, you know? Yeah. Live, learn, laugh or whatever I'm saying is. I don't know. (laughs) Love. I'm, I think I've gone off on a tangent. So enough about one of my situations, because I could tell you probably like seven more. Bye. Enough about me. Come on, Juliet. Give me something. Give me something to work with. All right, cuties. So summer of 2019, I moved in with two people who 
um, we're, you know, different. So as a feminist, I am very much against calling other females bitches or crazy or anything like that because I find it extremely offensive when men say that about women. So as a woman, I don't say that about other women, but this might be <laughs> might be the one exception. Uh, at least according to other people in my life, one person in particular is cray cray. So let let's talk about this. So as you guys remember from like episode, I think it was like the second episode, maybe I talked about a friend named Justine who was my roommate. She was in this apartment. The other one, we're going to give a code name of Daisy. Justine and Daisy were roommates before in the DCP. They joined me in moving into an apartment together after our, all of our DCP. So when we initially moved in together, I kind of thought it was going to be like Justine and Daisy were close. And then I was kind of like the outside man, but mm-hmm. kind of ended up being a little bit different. I mean, Justine were really close and Daisy was kind of the outside person. But the reason why is because Daisy, like, I, during the first month that, like, she moved in, I didn't see her without her boyfriend. Now, keep in mind, he would just show up unannounced and things like that. And in a household where it's only women, a man showing up unannounced is not it. (laughs) And so we kind of started having to talk to her about, like, hey, you know, can we just, have a heads up or maybe have a little bit of a limit just because it felt like he was there all the time right we started having talks about him being a like a little bit of a limit of him being there and we see one day I asked Justine I'm like so do you know why they're at our house all the time and never his house because that, that was something I didn't understand I'm like why our house because for me personally I don't enjoy like being consistently at somebody else's house I like being at my own house you know what I mean Justine said they spent too much time at his place so his roommates were like look she's got to pay rent or she's got to like you you can't bring her here anymore and I was like well shit can we do that (laughs) just for reference it's like if you ever watched the show Jersey Shore and if you recall a couple named Sammy Sweetheart and Ronnie they were a lot like them but like Christian versions of them if that makes sense like they were always fighting always had drama like actually you you got you had to witness it one time you told me about this when we were out at Halloween and we were dancing on the floor I was super drunk and she was like ranting to you about her boyfriend or some shit like that (laughs) no she it was my first time I met her and the whole time she was like there was a lot of time she was just on her phone and I kind of glanced and they were just like fighting he was just like you need to get home now you need to get home now why are you out why are you out and I'm just like yo she's having a girls night yeah so imagine living with that (laughs) and it's like the thing is is that when you bring like drama into the house it just kind of changes everyone's mood and it's like so I would literally come home from work and just go in my room and just not even deal with it like once a month we would have roommate talk about what's going on in the apartment so boyfriend aside there's just a long list of reasons why I just did not vibe with this person first Mm -hmm. of all she was a huge Karen to the front desk which was so embarrassing day one when we moved in she was immediately on the phone with the front office complaining about everything in our apartment um she was like the carpets are disgusting you guys need to re-clean them for free like we're not paying for it and so then they had to come and re-clean our carpets because she demanded it and it was so embarrassing because later on that week I went into the office and I walked in on the two girls that worked there that were like talking shit about her they're like 
oh yeah, that girl from apartment number, blah, 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 was like, the carpets are disgusting. And then I walk up to them and they're like, hey, what part apartment number are you grabbing? And I said the apartment number for like my package. And I was like, just so you guys know, like it wasn't me that called. And I apologize on behalf of how my roommate behaved. I did not think it was appropriate at all. Just know that like the other two roommates that live in this apartment, like the way that she's speaking to you guys does not reflect how we feel. Um, and like, we're just so sorry that she spoke to you guys that way. And they were like, thank you. And like, we're even more sorry for you. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> but it was like front office didn't like her. We didn't like her. And anytime I had guests over, none of my friends liked her, um, which was honestly very embarrassing. <laughs> and I, so yeah, like she would complain about everything to the front office. She would tell them that they needed to power wash the sidewalks and all that stuff. This is not a um, luxury apartment complex and so it's like they don't have the means to give her what she wants and keep in mind like our rent was pretty low too so yeah that was just like really embarrassing like I I hate shit like that um but anyways it's like the thing that would happen would be like once a month we would talk about things she'd be like mm-hmm, yeah absolutely and then she'd promise to change but then she wouldn't change um, and I think that like a huge part of this was that like whoever she was around was what influenced her opinion if that makes sense around me and Justine it was like you know you guys are right I absolutely need to spend less time with my boyfriend it's not healthy blah blah and then around him it would be like well I need you by my side all the time like yada 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 so let's fast forward to March and this is just like when World War Three basically broke out so basically like one night we were home and I think in November, we had agreed that he could stay the night two nights a week. Um, after that, he needed to start contributing to rent. Because I, I personally think that if you're spending more than three nights at someone else's house, you need to be contributing to a bill. Because at that point, you're, you're spending literally half your time there. Um, and basically, like, it was his third night there. And we said, like, hey, like, you know, we're getting to that point where he's living in our apartment again can you please I remember saying something like that like he he's here a lot and apparently uh so I wasn't home at the time but basically him and her were in her room and then he went into Justine's room and this is all through Justine's point of view so take it with a grain of salt but apparently he went off on her about how rude we are about them spending time together and yada 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 and we were like first of all this is this is not your fucking house like first of all second of all yeah, and the other thing too is like as a woman, I would never allow, regardless of how mad I am at somebody else, I would never allow my boyfriend to act like that. And it's like the other thing too was so basically what happened was after that transpired, like she left the house for two days because she couldn't face us. I think that she knew that like yeah, this is gonna be deep now. And basically, all I said was you're damn lucky that wasn't me because I would have had no issues going to the front office and be like, here's the slices paint limber make sure he doesn't come back into the apartment complex because you just don't mess around with me like that yeah Um, yeah so we we just had like an annoyance with that that's the thing I always tell people is that I've I've never really had crazy roommates where I felt like I needed police involved rent wasn't getting paid or anything like that I've just had annoying roommates the reason why the boyfriend thing was really annoying was because the first month that we were living there I was dating somebody else at the time he came over one day and keep in mind, her boyfriend had been basically living in our apartment since we moved in. And I had a person over for one day and he was helping me put on put furniture together. And we were kind of seeing each other. Now, I have, I have one little sister. 
in my life, but she's not a stereotypical little sister where she's like snooping on me or anything like that. So this was, this was very annoying to me. Justine later on tells me that she like went into Justine's room and I was like, oh my gosh, like Juliet has a boy over and I overheard them kissing and like, bitch, are we in third fucking grade? It's like when I confronted her on how annoying that was, she's like, well, I'm just not used to boys being around. So in March, I turned around and threw it back in her face and said, the reason why it's, it's annoying that we're expected to put up with you and your trash boyfriend being over all the time is because you literally said, and I quote, I'm not used to having guys around. So Miss Thing, it wouldn't be taken the other way or other way around. And I remember she paused and looked at me and just kind of like, like went like that and was like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, mm-hmm. but I should remember like, um, it felt like anytime I talked to her, it's like, it would just go in one year and out the other one. And keep in mind, it's like, Every time we had a roommate meeting, I was always like very poised, very as poised as I could be, very like direct, but also not mean, not like degrading, not, um, I was very much like, hey, here's the problem. We don't feel respected. Please just respect us, yada, yada, yada. But this time I was frustrated and I was vocalizing that I was frustrated. My tone was completely different. And she tried to be like, well, I'm being attacked. And I'm like, you're not being attacked. And that's the thing I hate when people do is like, I hate it when people throw the first punch and then you get defensive and they're like, well, you're attacking me. And it's like, no, actually I'm just standing my ground because you haven't respected my limit, even though I've clearly drawn out what my limit is for you. Um, so yeah, just a very disrespectful person and she'd try to do shit where it's like, um, she tried to get me and Justine to pay more in utilities because Justine had like a fan on in her room. And we were like, Hmm, I wonder why you think that way. Well, the reason why she thought that way is because her boyfriend charged his roommates more for utilities because they had fans. And I'm like, so this wasn't your idea. And this is also kind of why we didn't really want him in the apartment because again, whoever she was around, that's like who influenced her opinion. Not that we wanted to influence her opinion, but clearly other people's voices came in on how our apartment should be ran. It created more conflicts than there wouldn't be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like so she it was, just, was like, just listening to whatever her boyfriend thought was right for your apartment, but he didn't even live there. He didn't have a voice. He shouldn't have had a voice. Well, and that's the reason why, again, it was like, you know, anytime we were like, he doesn't live here is because it's like, he was very comfortable in our home to the point where it's like, he would just like walk in and like, as if he like lives there and all that stuff. And it's like, we'd be in our rooms and we would just like hear his voice. And it's like, when we had agreed that she would give us a heads up, like, Hey, he's coming over and all that stuff. And I also think too, that like, unfortunately, when you're just in in a non-healthy relationship, it kind of, there's like a ripple effect that goes on with that. So like if it impacts the people that you're around and impacts your living environment and impacts your, and as I don't want to sound rude, but it's like, well, we don't want to get pulled into your bullshit on top of that too. At the end of the day, like we, had very different living styles where it's like she was very much like very OCD clean to the point where it's like it didn't want it to look like anybody had ever lived there and she was also a very nosy person which I don't like (laughs) the part that was sad is that she actually really wanted a friendship but I she just struggles with friendships like I just couldn't be the friend that she wanted where it's like she needs you to text her every day needs to see you at least once a week and it's like girl I'm honestly lucky if I remember to put on a bra today. Yeah, especially going into the year of like 2020, you know, it just was a different time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, it just wasn't the vibe. And I think it's like important to be transparent about like how your living style really is moving in. And I also think too that if you are somebody with a significant other, hey, there's no problems with having like a significant other and a person that you do enjoy spending your time with. But I do think that it is important that you are aware of how it does impact your apartment. One of the things that kind of stood out to me was that if she was on bad terms with her boyfriend, she was on excellent terms with us. And that's all of a sudden when we would have girls nights and movie nights was when she and her boyfriend (laughs) would be on the verge of a breakup. But whenever we were on bad terms, coincidentally, that's when her and her boyfriend would be at the highest point. And it just felt like she was alternating like who she had drama with in her life, whether it be us, parents, blah, blah. So it's just like, Again, for someone like me, who's very much like, no, <laughs> you know, like, I, I just don't want any part of that. Here's the thing is that if you are somebody that has a significant other and you are spending a lot of time together, you either need to have the conversation of, does this mean that we should move in together or look at spending a little less time together? Because the thing is, is that I think, I don't think you can have your cake and eat it too. Sometimes people are not ready for that commitment, which is okay, but that doesn't mean you get the cute aspect of living with your partner, the sleepovers and all that stuff when you have other roommates. And also think that if you were on the other side of things, you wouldn't be okay with it. You would also be very quick to charge that person for rent. Um, and so my advice is just like, from the start, try to try to see your limit as early on as possible because if you go a month without saying something and then you say something, it's like, well, why didn't you say something earlier? Or, oh, well, this didn't bother you three weeks ago. And so that's definitely something that I learned from my experience. And I kind of wish that like, I would have been more vocal in the beginning about how we felt about that. I felt like we were pretty vocal, but um, I don't know, maybe just more on it, I guess. I think the other thing too, was that we were trying to be friends and roommates. Whereas in March, I recall telling her, like, I think at this point, we're just going to be roommates. So something that happened was basically, um, she had overheard like me and Justine talking about her, which to be fair, like, I'd be upset too. But something that she said was she questioned, she said, well, how much of a Christian is she really? And for me personally, I think that there are limits on things like when you're mad at somebody there's places that you just don't go and you don't touch someone's religion it's extremely inappropriate and so it's like okay well that's the type of person that you are um but yeah that's just kind of like my advice honestly I again I had more of an annoying experience compared to you where it's like that sounds like more like psychological damage (laughs) oh goodness what a fun time that we've had what a really fun time but I will say this is that something to keep in mind is that we both made it through our crazy experiences we both are in a much different place and the other thing too is that the people that we had bad experiences with they could also be completely different people today people are able to change people are able to grow people are able to progress and look back and realize okay I was wrong in this situation I probably should have been better and you know we always choose forgiveness in the end isn't that right Courtney mm-hmm. and but forgiveness doesn't mean what you did is okay <laughs> yeah um, yeah trying to end this on a more positive note but do you have any advice for the cuties Courtney just try to not be chaotic in a roommate situation let's be cuties let's not cause mm-hmm. more drama than it needs to I mean you guys are all living together and why make it uncomfortable for anyone just try to let's just all be filled with cuteness and less chaos when it comes to being a roommate my final advice and I just thought about this um when there is confrontation 
try to just keep it with you and your roommates. When you involve other parties and you involve other chefs in the kitchen, that's when it gets a little messy. And um, I think also something that I learned from that experience is whenever I am now upset about something, I try to differentiate between I dislike you and I dislike what you did. Because I think a huge part of the problem in the apartment was all three of us just didn't like each other. And so little shit were turned into big shit. Yeah. And so um, try to just focus on the issue and fixing the issue rather than, well, I just dislike you. So that's my advice. I love that. And remember, cuties, that it's very possible for things to turn around. It's possible for things to get better. And you should always try to be optimistic about everything. All right. But with that being said, I'm Juliet. And I'm Courtney. And remember to always keep it cute. And kind of chaotic. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.